Pivot with Purpose, a podcast that highlights the unique stories of professionals that pivoted their careers to align with their work lives and personal lives more purposefully and with more joy. Pivot with Purpose is hosted by Megan Hole, a globally accredited career and business coach and creator of the Megan Hole Method. Welcome back to the Pivot with Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hool, and in this episode, we talk to Bridget Carroll, dietitian, executive business coach, and the founder and CEO of Gut Personal. Thank you for listening to Pivot with Purpose with host Megan Hool. You can find out more information about each guest, including full transcripts at pivotwithpurposepodcast.com. And if you'd like to share your own Pivot with Purpose, click on the share button and add your story to the conversation. Finally, be sure to subscribe and share your comments wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Your support amplifies our voice. And now, this week's episode. Bridget Carroll is a functional gut health dietitian and business coach. After healing herself in a decade of studying functional medicine and nutrition, while healing hundreds of women, she realized even women who eat healthy have a lot of gut issues. In her virtual private practice, she empowers women to get rid of their gut issues and bathroom struggles by using a functional medicine to get to the root of the cause of what's going on in their gut with her signature four-step process. Along with nutrition coaching, Bridget also helps empower other dietitians to create the businesses of their dreams through money mindset work, tearing down their limiting beliefs, and encouraging dietitians to invest in themselves, in their business, and create a business that works for their goals and lifestyle. Bridget Carroll, welcome to the Pivot Purpose podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Oh my God, I'm so excited for this conversation and to hang with you. I know, same. I have to start off on how we got connected as the beauty of our connection, like with many, started in the world of, honestly, it's like a six degrees of separation where I know you and I have so many people in common, but someone found each other organically and sort of building a connection from really just being fearless, reaching out, clapping for each other along the way this past year, which means so much. And I remember you had sent me early on this wonderful DM on Insta, just introducing yourself. And I was like, wow, she's really cool. So sweet for reaching out and introducing yourself. And now to have a chance to even get to know you more and see all the things you're doing and this incredible journey you've been on to starting your own company. I'm just really excited to share your story. I am too. So thanks for reaching out. Yeah, I I love social media. I mean, to a point, right? Like we can all get pretty cynical about it, but I love that you're able to connect with people. Like you and I truly have so many people that connect us. But I think at the end of the day, it's like up to us to make our own connection, right? And we've done that, which is totally fine. No, it's so true. And I feel like the moral of the story for anyone listening is do not be afraid to reach out to someone and say something nice. You never know where a conversation can lead. And really the value of building relationships in this day and age is huge. So absolutely. Are you ready to dive into all the things, Bridget? You ready to get this party started? Heck yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Well, on to your pivot story, which is the heart and soul of this podcast. Many of our listeners are career professionals looking for that next pivot. And I know you've had quite an impressive journey. So 
in a brief summary where I totally understand and all the incredible things you've been doing, you probably have had to elevator pitch yourself many times over this past year. Tell us about your early beginnings as a dietitian and maybe some of those key steps you took initially to successfully pivot now as a founder and business owner. Yeah. So, you know, I went to school to be a dietitian, which is what I am and what I started my career out to be. And towards the end of my schooling, we have to apply to a residency. And why I'm going to say this is because I think it's so important that when you've had failures, quote unquote failures, you learn from them. Mm -hmm. So I applied to my residency and I didn't get it. And this was a huge deal. I mean, this is like not getting into medical school. That was my first time I had to pivot, that things didn't go my way and that I had to pivot not out of choice, but out of okay, what can I, what can come from this? What positive can come from this? Mm -hmm. And so I ended up coming to grad school here in Boston and I was really getting called to Boston. I mean, you and I both love Boston so Mm -hmm. much (laughs) and I just knew I needed to be in the city. So I went to grad school and then I did do my residency here. And I knew with traditional schooling as a dietitian, there was something more. I always felt like inside of me, there was like, something more. My dad was an entrepreneur. I knew as a dietitian, I always wanted to have my own business and my own practice. But in school, we were also told like, you need more practice. Basically, you need more experience before you start your own business. So that was always the narrative that I was taught and to a point believed. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I went right into private practice after grad school and did start fully my own business now a couple years later, but did what I wanted to do and saw clients one-on-one, which was really exciting. It was lighting me up. So that's how I started my career was in private practice, seeing one-on-one clients, really specializing in functional medicine, which basically gets at the root cause of dysfunction and thought that was my dream job. And there's a couple pivots after that, but always knew that whatever was lighting me up was going to be the best thing for myself and the best thing in general. I love that so much. And I know your passion really lies in that functional medicine around gut health, which we can get in later in our chat, all the benefits of that. But where did the idea come from to create your own line for gut personal? Yeah. So I was seeing clients. So during the pandemic last year, like smack dab beginning of the pandemic, I started questioning like the job that I currently have, which must be my quote unquote dream job. Like, was this it? Was this the most impact that I was going to have? Even though it was to a point my dream, I still felt like this need for more. And so at the beginning of the pandemic, I quit my job and started my own practice. And I started thinking about, again, like, how can I impact people even bigger? Mm-hmm. And by having my own business, I was able to do that. But Last year, I had the idea, how would I create my own supplement line? Mm. How about I do this in a completely different way? And because of my non-competes, I really couldn't fully take action on that idea for another year. Mm. Wow. So what were your non-competes in with your practice or with another person you were working with? That's interesting. Yeah. So I created my own position at a holistic pharmacy a couple years ago. And my non-compete was I couldn't work with the same brands 
or mm. have anything to do with my own supplement line, which was such a bummer. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it honestly turned out to be the biggest blessing in disguise, which I think is like, is the point with a lot of pivots. Maybe you just answered it, but what has been the hardest part about your pivot to date? Any thoughts around that? Some challenges we all go through, but you're such an optimistic person. So I love that you're taking all the things that are happening to you as happening for you, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so I... You know, I took one business course in college. And so from going from being a dietitian, really having like this science background and not much business expertise except my own success in business, and then moving into, you know, I did some business coaching, then moving into, okay, now I'm going to start my own company. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to actually fundraise for my own company. It's kind of a wild you know, beliefs, limiting beliefs really came up not only in the present day right now, but in the last six months of, can you do this? Do you have the right skill sets to do this? It's really about belief in myself. Do you still, in terms of coaching, work with private one-on-one clients? I know we can get into this also a little bit later on, but coaching, what an investment in yourself, right? Right. Amen. So everyone needs a coach. Coaches need coaches. It's a real thing. Oh, my gosh. I know you see this as a huge investment. So do you feel like that was maybe something you have added on that has really helped you? And I know you're coaching people as well. Yeah. In terms of business coaching earlier this year, that was a mini pivot, I think. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I started my business June 2020. And then December 2020, I was like, wow, I'm good at this business stuff. You know, at mm-hmm. least in dietitian world, private practice, like I'm having success that is abnormal. And my mm-hmm. first month in business, I hit $42,000 and mm-hmm. I knew some of my girlfriends that were struggling to hit $5,000 in their yeah. business. Wow. That's amazing. So I recognized I was pretty darn good at something and I moved into being a business coach for other dietitians at the beginning of this year. And it was really exciting and such a big investment for myself. You know, I've invested in probably $100,000 in coaches this year. So I do business coaching. But I think, as you probably hear from a lot of people on this podcast, when I pivoted and started Gut Personal, our supplement company, I had to give up other things. You know, I I couldn't be doing all the things. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what we say too. It's especially in starting your own business. Same here with me. Hire the people around you to do the things that you shouldn't be doing, (laughs) right? To focus in that you're not the expert in. So please, no one give me the podcast editing. Shout out to Phil who helps us (laughs) with all the things we do behind the scenes. But you have to absolutely surround yourself with those people that can take you to the next level and know it's okay not to be able to do it all yourself, which I think is a Type A, maybe, or someone who just likes to control. It's a lot of hard things to give up, but you need to do it to be successful. I don't know. Would you agree in sort of surrounding yourself with those experts? I would a thousand percent agree. I think many, many, many people limit themselves when they're moving into entrepreneurship and they're a quote unquote young entrepreneur, whether you say that you're a couple months in or you're a couple years in. 
mm-hmm. that they don't hire soon enough, that they don't right. delegate soon enough. Yep. Or even invest big, big money in a business coach. So yeah, yeah. I 1000% agree with that. I love it. Well, in the heart of this podcast, we always love to put our guests on the spot to answer a yes or no question. We go to a quick break and then we pick this up. All right. So I'm going to ask you a yes or no question. Great. Okay. Let's do this. Yes or no. Do you remember the moment when you said, I'm going to go for this and build my brand into something bigger? Yes, absolutely. Well, we can't wait to hear about it. So we're going to go to a quick break and we will pick this up when we get back. Bridget. So before the break, you said yes. Tell us about that big moment, that aha moment that you had. Yeah. So, whew, this is a good one. Yes. I can remember mm-hmm. the exact second. So while I had this idea for a supplement line last year, I wasn't in a place to, and this is why it truly was a blessing that I did have this non-compete and I didn't act on it last year because I think things would have looked mm-hmm. a lot different. So this year, when I was able to create the supplement line, I was talking actually to a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. Garrett Wood. And I was talking to her on the phone earlier this year, and she's like, what about that supplement line? And I was like, whoa, yes, I'm out mm-hmm. of my non-compete. I could really take action on this. And that was my little what I call like a universal wink of like Garrett bringing it back up me being like wow that would really light me up and Mm -hmm. that was in July and then I started talking to some marketing and branding agencies and was like okay I'm gonna hire out if I'm gonna do this right Mm -hmm. I'm gonna Mm -hmm. do it all right and I thought that was my next aha was hiring an agency and then I hired the agency and it was all feeling really good. But this is the true aha, holy crap, I'm going all in on this moment. Mm -hmm. I was in Scottsdale, Arizona for a mastermind event. And I was in the car in an Uber, as one does, having a discussion with one of the girls that run the marketing agency that I use for Gut Personal. And... She was talking me through taking on investors and actually raising money for this brand. And all of this excitement and fear and holy crap, I'm going so all in on this. That was truly the moment where I was not playing small. I'm going really big and recognizing that if I did it by myself, I was playing small. Yeah, that's so awesome. Well, and it's like, what's the worst? There's probably a few things terrible to ask people, but one of them is probably for money. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe that's like low-key childhood, like scarcity trauma. You're like, hi, $5. No, get a job, you know, in this day and age. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about your journey to raising capital. What was that like? I know you're surrounded by some really cool and influential people out there, but that's not easy creating pitches. What did that look like for you in terms of that journey? Oh, gosh. I mean, we're in the midst of it. So I'm sure six months from now or even a month from now, I'll Mm -hmm. have more stories. 
I decided beginning of September, actually, I was at a mastermind event, the mastermind where I was talking in the Uber, and I decided I was going to take on investors. Well, lo and behold, the next five days in my mastermind, my mentor in business, Chris Harder, put on a Shark Tank simulation with actual sharks who were willing to give us money, and we were also going to win to our own pocket, $3,000 and a big coaching day with our coach, Chris Harder. And so each one of us, there are 25 of us, had to create a pitch. He didn't know, and I didn't know, that I was just decided a couple days before that I would be raising capital. Like, this was the biggest, like, universal, hell yeah, I decided to do this. And now I'm actually going to learn how to do this. And at the end of it, I'm actually going to pitch to a room of not only my colleagues and actual sharks, but literally the exact people that I want to invest in my company. No pressure or anything. No No pressure at all. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Good for you. And I feel like, not to like spoil it, but you had some nice success out of that pitch, right? Yeah, I won Mm -hmm. out of 25 people. Yes. (laughs) If you follow Bridget on Instagram, you already know that, but (laughs) that's so incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, it was really exciting. I mean, I was the youngest. There are so many beliefs. If I think about how I grew and how I continue to grow, I work on my inner beliefs and manifestation a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm a little woo woo. <laughs> Me too. No, amen. Sister. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the stuff mm-hmm. that really matters in, in business and entrepreneurship. It's just like a huge lesson in like the inner growth and the inner work. And in that room, in that mastermind at the beginning of the year, I felt so small. Mm. And yeah. to come on top and pitch my brand new idea and go really big on that. And then when it was like, a, oh, wow, I'm doing this. So incredible. And just curious in creating this line, you know, now we kind of have an understanding of what led to the moment. But, you know, why these supplements? Did you see a need or a white space potentially in the market with maybe some of the clients you were working with or just people asking for more? I understand gut health is so important and we can get into that in a second. But where did like the product ideas come from? Yeah. So we are solving a huge problem in the gut health and supplement industry. And I think Mm -hmm. all the best businesses and I think you agree with me on this, the best entrepreneurs understand that what we're doing is solving a problem. Mm -hmm. If we're not solving a problem, Mm -hmm. no one's going to give us their monies. Right. Yeah. And so our huge problem in the gut health supplement space is you have gut issues, take a probiotic. And that doesn't work. Like literally 95% of the women coming to me in the past, for gut health issues felt worse. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing with Gut Personal is really personalizing gut health supplements without the need of seeing a one-on-one functional dietitian. You know, mm-hmm. I was for seeing one of my dietitians that now works for me. It's thousands of dollars, and some people don't need that, or some people 
can't invest that right. or they don't want to. Yeah. So with this personalized, we have a quiz and I've been developing it pretty much over the last year, looking at what I was seeing with my clients what issues they had, what their testing said, their actual poop testing, mm-hmm. and then prescribing supplements. Mm-hmm. And then I created a supplement line out of it. I love how it's so personal and we'll surely link everything, but I did the quiz. You outlined so beautifully like, hey, buy these things or you can start with one and see how you feel. And I know you're there for support, which is also so amazing. And you're so engaging with all the people that are coming to you, investing in the business and and so on and so forth. Bottom line is like gut health. Why? Why should we take care of our gut health? I feel like there's been a lot of conversations around this and truly at the heart and soul of this podcast season two is not only talking about career pivots, but taking care of our mind, body and soul. Think Mm -hmm. about the days where you wake up feeling like total trash, like dumpster fire. And you're like, oh, I'm going to rock it today. And you're like, "Mm, probably not. And I think a lot of it stems from what we put in our bodies, I think people are more aware ever than now of what is going into their bodies, about eating the right things. And there's a lot of things you can be doing by maybe watching someone on Insta that's trying to sell you something or taking probiotic and it's not right for you. So Mm -hmm. I love how personal this is, but why take care of our gut health and why is it so important to take cues from our body if something feels off? What are your thoughts around that? Well, there's so many different reasons, you know, As a functional dietitian, I think of all the things that go on in our body and how important gut health is for our mental health and our skin and aging. And there's Mm -hmm. so many things and, you know, autoimmune diseases, all of these things. But at the core of it, we want women to feel empowered with their body and feel confident in their body. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that feeling like dumpster fire. (laughs) I know. Sorry. I mean, I just, you know, we just have to throw the dumpster fire back in there. (laughs) My husband like dies every time we talk about dumpster fire. But that's true, right? Where you go in and you're just like, especially the days where your stomach hurts or you're feeling like puffy, like, oh, like the pants don't fit. And it just like sets you off. For a lot of people, it does. Maybe some it doesn't. But in mental health, I mean, that that is huge. Like you feel sluggish, depressed even. Right. What are some signs where you feel like people should be really starting to consider? Like, are there any things where someone's like at their breaking point? What are some things not to ignore? Oh, gosh, this is so good. I mean, the ethos at our company, too, is at all of my companies is that you deserve to feel well. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be different red flags for different people. But anything that you just said, like literally not being able to button your pants when you were able to at the beginning of the day Mm -hmm. or having stomach aches or cramping, anxiety or depression, like all of the mental health things, skin issues, it all stems back to the gut. And if you're at your wit's end, what I'm going to say is invest in yourself. Like whether it's going to see a functional dietitian. We have plenty of people that are ready and willing to help you, but you've got to believe that you deserve to feel well first Mm -hmm. because that's what's going to allow you to take action. Yeah. It's so true. Do you coach a lot of people in, in terms of like how they can shift their mindset for someone? I feel like I know so many people too in my family that are like, this is just how it is. I'm just getting old. 
people, we got a lot more life to live. We don't need to put mm -hmm. up with not feeling good every day, you know, or being scared to eat something and then like your stomach like blowing up at dinner. You're like, <laughs> I gotta go, yeah. you know, like live your life. We only got one to live, so to speak. What are your thoughts around that? Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like it's half of the work, not only with like working with gut health clients, which I don't do anymore, but my dietitians do. Mm -hmm. It's also like so much mindset work in business. And I know you believe that too. It's like, that is the core of almost everything we do is what we believe about ourselves, what we believe about the world. That's the core of everything. Yeah, that's so true. And I guess for you, I love your Insta and, and hopefully everyone will get on and follow Bridget. She's got such great ideas and good positive energy. Maybe on a day you're feeling down or overwhelmed, like pop on and she's always got something very insightful to share. But you're human, right? I mean, last time we yeah. said that. So on the days where you're not feeling challenged or unmotivated or overwhelmed, if you have them, what are some of the things that you do? I surround myself with people that just by talking to them, like I don't necessarily need a hype girl. I'm an Enneagram mm -hmm. 7, so I typically am the hype girl Same. in the room. Yep. <laughs> No surprise here. <laughs> right? So I think it's like speaking to people that light me up. Mm -hmm. For me, it's a lot of movement, whether it's like walking my golden retriever or doing a breathwork session or meditation. I ask myself, what would feel amazing? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm feeling crappy, like what would feel amazing? And it's different probably every day. Right. That's true. I think in the environment that we live in too, it's like, don't turn off the TV or maybe mm -hmm. watch a soothing show that you love or just get yourself into a space. And it's okay. Again, talking about productivity and all the things we went through last year of just like pushing through. You don't need to like crush it all day, every day. It's okay to like no. take a deep breath, relax, get outside, walk. I mean, it's so nice too. If, when you have a dog, I have two overweight cats that probably do need a walk outside, but <laughs> they refuse. But it's great. You just moved recently too. So I think you have a, a beautiful space and awesome fresh air environment, which is also so important. So whether city, country, wherever you are, I would say get outside every day, honestly, right? I mean, get out from behind the screens. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you've learned at a young age that has really stuck with you throughout your career? That's a great question. I don't know when I came to believe this about myself, but it's definitely been strengthened over the last year and a half is I can truly do anything. And mm -hmm. there are parts of that that my mom instilled in me and my sister and my brother, like that we are so talented, that we're smart, not mm -hmm. just that we're you know, beautiful. I think it's really important. Us as women, like we are told we are beautiful and all these things, which is wonderful. But what about talented and smart and brilliant? Like my mom always instilled all of that in us and worthiness and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So mm, that, so yeah, yeah, it comes up for me, you know, when I'm going to talk to someone about an investment in the back of my mind, it's I'm worthy, mm -hmm. I'm smart, I'm talented, my ideas matter. And something else while I was talking just came up for me as well in kind of alluding to what you brought up before. 
I have an insane privilege and I guess it's not privilege because I've put myself in the rooms, but to be connected in my circle of influence is, I mean, growing daily, but yeah, I put myself in rooms that scared me with masterminds and people who are thinking bigger than me. Yeah. And my belief is that we're here to serve each other, not that someone's better than I am. And I think it was a positive experience in my upbringing that my family was in the movie business and mm-hmm. they would be with celebrities and some of them actually are celebrities in and of themselves. And they never treated celebrities like celebrities. Right. Like they would be like, Nicole Richie was here yesterday or they just say Nicole was here yesterday. You'd be like, Nicole who? Oh, Nicole Richie. Oh, that it kind of instilled in me we're all just people. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm creating this brand, Gut Personal, and I'm getting in really big rooms with people who have a lot of influence and have a lot of money, to a point, I feel pretty darn confident. I feel like we're yeah. all equals. That's awesome. I mean, we all put our pants on one leg at a time. <laughs> Where you see these big, scary personas, I'll have to tell you my my celebrity run in. You know, we won't get too into that now. But no, it's same with me working in luxury my whole career, having people come in and out. Right. You know, being on that service side, at to the core, they're they're humans. They everyone wants to be kind of treated the same for the most part. So that's really cool. And I love this putting yourself in a room with people that scare you. I, I mean, you can't if you want to keep playing small. So you got to kind of look at your tribe and be like, okay, is everyone else kind of stuck like I am? And how can I get to that next level? And who can help me get there? And taking on mentors or asking for conversations or just doing something that scares you and, and look at where you are now. So you're so incredible. I love all the things that I have purchased so far. The Miracle Worker, for sure. It's definitely where I started. I need it. Also, it helps at night to like calm down a little bit. Yes, Where best. not a lot that I do in my life is relaxing. So <laughs> thank you for bringing this incredible offering to the universe. And I know you're just getting started. So ending on a fun note, and then I want to share with people how they can find you. But what's something personal about you, your hobbies, special talents, maybe that not many people know that you want to share? Oh, golly. Special talents. Yeah, what? Anything? Hobbies? You know, it's funny. At this point in my life, work honestly feels like it is the most time-consuming, right? Or like the most space in my life. I feel like my hobbies are like meditation, like hypnosis. That's good. Manifesting. I mean, yeah. it's it's super cool. And no, listen, I'm known as the woo-woo. My husband's family like, what are all these crystals? I'm like, leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> love that. Um, but no, it's definitely something. And you're doing work that you love, right? So it's a lot of work, but you have this higher purpose and goals. And then you have to put yourself in that right mindset and, and take those breaks and keep reaching for the stars, which I know you will. So yes. how can people find you, sign up for your gut personal test or work with you as a coach? Where's the best place to find all things Bridget? Yeah. So if you're looking to get personalized supplements, go to gutpersonal.com. Start with our quiz. Like get, even if you're like, oh, I take magnesium. I'm just going to get the miracle worker. Like take our quiz. See Mm -hmm. how out of balance or imbalance your gut is and try out our supplements. I know you'll have a discount code. So use that. And then on Instagram, my personal Instagram is wellbybridget. 
And then also follow us over at gut.personal on Instagram. And I love connecting genuinely with people. You know, I had a business coaching call before this, and it was someone following me on Instagram who just wanted, how they put it, a piece of my energy. And mm -hmm. I know, it's just (laughs) so authentic and fun. Yeah. And I do one-on-one business coaching, and that's, I I do it all day on Tuesdays usually. Nice. And it's what lights me up so much to give back to other people's businesses. And it's only if it feels aligned for you. I never launch it or anything like that. It's really, you know, an opportunity if you're like, hey, I like what you did. I want to do something similar. I need someone who's one to two steps ahead of me. Give me the roadmap and help me me align myself to, you know, yourself. Yeah. I see that quote and I feel like it, it may have come from like a Super Bowl speech. The path that you desire is best paved by someone who's been there. Right. Right. I am so excited to see what the future holds for you. And thank you so much for all your insight on how to successfully pivot, pivot through challenges, building this empire. Gut health is so important for overall health. So I am sure our listeners will be looking to connect with you. And please, everyone in the show notes, I'm going to link how you can take the quiz to find your ideal supplements. We will have a podcast code that you can use for your purchases. And thank you, Bridget, for being so generous and kind there. And be sure to follow Bridget for a daily dose of inspo and energy on Instagram and get yourself feeling amazing in the new year. So thank you so much for being here with us. Oh, thank you so much. It was so wonderful. It is time for another Megan Hool Method tip of the week. This week, I want to talk about authentic networking and why starting off with a question, can I pick your brain, is the wrong approach. In our episode with Bridget Carroll, we talked about how fearless networking can lead to building your own empire, but it's not all about what someone can get out of starting a conversation. When networking, there has to be a give on both sides. Hear me out. I want you to think about networking as a two-way street. Asking for a conversation, starting off with a question, can I pick your brain? Or can I have a moment of your time? and only having the intention behind it and gaining information to serve a need you have, when approached this way over and over, can be draining on the individual who initially wants to help, but at some point, you will burn out those conversations. Here's my pro tip. When organically looking to connect with someone, think about what specifically you wanna ask, but also what can you offer up in the conversation as well? If given the opportunity, people always love a chance to talk about themselves or take a compliment. So try approaching the conversation with this. Hey, I really love that podcast you're on. Or that was such a great article you wrote. Or you have a very impressive career path. Can you tell me more about your experiences as I would love to share my perspective with you as well? Allowing for an opportunity where it is a two-sided conversation is the best way to stay curious about other people in building relationships and meaningful connections out in the world. Whether professional or personal contacts, try reaching out today and give someone a compliment you admire. See where that takes you. As I always say, you never know once a conversation gets started where it can lead. When done well, networking can really help you reach your goals across many different aspects in life and career. So use these tips, drop me a DM on Instagram on any networking successes you have as I always love to hear from this loyal podcast community. I hope you enjoyed this Megan Hool Method tip of the week. 
and stay tuned for more tips this season on Pivot with Purpose. Pivot with Purpose with host Megan Houle is a Fashion Consort production and part of the FC Podcast Network. It is produced and directed by Phil, a.k.a. Corinne. And a special thank you to Spencer Powell for our theme music. Learn more at pivotwithpurposepodcast.com and be sure to follow us on Instagram at pivotwithpurpose underscore podcast.